0: Good morning or afternoon or evening or wherever you are getting this from. It is the October 29th, 2019 edition of the Win Daily Sports Podcast. Brandon C. Williams with you, and along with my man, the big money man,
1: Hobby Brazello. Hobby, uh good weekend for you, as I hear. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um I um some good basketball wins. Uh, football went really well. Um, got on the, the live stream before lock, and uh, we talked about uh, my core four. And if you use my core four, uh, you probably made some money also. Um, I also got to uh, hop on SiriusXM this past Saturday, too. So that was exciting. Got to give some <laughs> advice there, too. So it was, a, it was a good weekend overall. So tell me about the experience
0: uh, on uh... – on SiriusXM, you know, you're on our fantasy show that comes on Saturday nights. 7 uh, mm-hmm. PM to 1 a.m. on the uh, Fantasy Sports channel on Sirius.
1: Yes, yeah, so it, was, it was good. Um, I, I, I dialed in there, uh, got to uh, kind of go through a position by position rundown of my favorite plays. And, um, you know, we heard some injury news a little bit after I got off. So that kind of stunk. Uh, So I had to change it a little bit, but, uh, you know, I got some good feedback. It was a good experience, and can't wait to go back, talk to everybody in the nation, you know?
0: Oh, that is awesome. That site is just, you know, that show – Right out of the gate is one of the more popular ones on there. And I highly recommend that, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're trying to get ready uh, for the upcoming Sunday of NFL action, that is the site and that is the place to go to. Those guys do a tremendous job on there. Again, it's uh, on Saturday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern time. For us folk in the Central, that would be 10 p.m. to midnight. So be there, be square basketball we've got three games on tuesday night you know kind of a letdown after you had such a <laughs> huge slate of games on uh monday night you know that first monday of the regular season you know just kind of overwhelmed you you know if if you let it but uh tuesday kind of a bit of a breather we'll go ahead and start uh 7:30 eastern start it's uh the heat taking on Taking on the Hawks, and really, this was about Trey Young.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, Trey Young's on fire. Um, I'm a big fan. I, have a, I was a big fan of him in college at Houston, too. Uh, he had a, a pretty impressive rookie season, and he's coming out guns a blazing. I, I, he had a pretty bad game, um, his game yesterday or tonight. Um, and really, what it comes down to is he's, he's on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, he he's he's shooting the ball a ton, but he's good. Um, and and Jimmy Butler is going to be back too, so I'm excited about that. I'm a, I'm a big Heat fan, by the way. I grew up in Miami, so I'm excited because the Heat look good too. So it's going to be a high scoring game. It's the highest implied total in Vegas too.
0: Oh uh, you, know, you hit it dead on. Uh, with Young, uh, You had 61 uh, points. If you're playing him on FanDuel, where he comes in at 94 hundred bucks. Uh, he had 61 on Saturday night, then uh, Monday night, uh, 36.3 at the same time. you got to consider that, you know, the level of play he was facing. He's facing the Magic on Saturday night, and then you get mm-hmm. the East Conference final of Sixers on uh, Monday night, uh, even though that was a home game. But still, uh, it just shows you the depth of how good this kid can be that, you know, mm-hmm. on an off night for him, 36 is really a good night for a lot of guys. John Collins, you know, obviously, you know, people are gonna look at what happened to him uh, Monday night and Joel and Beat basically posterized the dickens out of him. he uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you haven't seen the don't you know, trust me, ESPN will probably play it about 15,000 times between now and sunrise. Uh, but uh John Collins, eight thousand dollar salary, he too has not had a good start. You know, he came out of the gate 40.5 uh, fantasy points at FanDuel uh, opening night with the 34.9 on Saturday against Orlando. Then goes to 31-1 uh, against Philadelphia on Monday night. Uh, the Heat, they don't have a very potent uh, front court outside of Bam Adebayo. We'll talk to him about him momentarily. But you know, when you look at his three-game slate and you look at the power forward position, you know, is Colin somebody you probably want to consider strongly?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not sure to be honest. Um, he's going against Bam. Bam doesn't have, uh, the worst defense. He actually defends pretty well. Uh, he's a he's a top ten defensive power forward, and that's what he's usually playing. Um, he's solid, and their their backup, Chris Silva, plays good defense also. So, uh, given his price tag, especially on Fanduel, he's he's eight thousand. He's one of the he is, um, the most expensive. Uh, no, sorry, i I'm missing eighty and Chris that Porzingis, but. He's one of the more expensive ones. He's the third-highest one. I don't know if I'm going to pay up for John Collins. I actually prefer Bam on his side. But, again, John Collins on the other side, he plays good defense also. So, it's a tough play.
0: Well, it is. You, know, you look at the Hawks, it kind of you know, begins and ends with those two guys. Uh, you look at the rest of that squad, you know, it gets pretty thin at that point. You, know, you start having to start digging for the likes of Alex Lynn, DeAndre Hunter. These are guys that, you know, you know, on the best case scenario are probably gonna give you maybe 25 uh fantasy points. So, you know, at the whole, yo, know, these are guys you really don't want to uh, waste your time with. You know, obviously, you know, you look at it, uh Miami. Jimmy Butler is coming back. Uh he will make his finally will make uh his heat debut. He'll come in. Over at DraftKings, uh, 7,700. He's going to have the dual eligibility at small forward and at point guard. You, know, you figure that he's probably going to have to get some rust off of him. But you know, when it's all around play, he's probably someone who's going to get a lot of usage here amongst DFSers tonight.
1: Yeah, uh, it kind of worries me on the Heat side because we don't know what to expect. With Jimmy Butler there, I mean, we know what to expect. It's gonna, it's gonna go through Jimmy Butler. He's the star, uh, he's the main guy. So at nine thousand on on FanDuel, um, he is a little expensive, considering he hasn't played a game yet. So he's got to shake off that rust. But on DraftKings, that price is actually pretty good. Uh, I don't know how, how if you like it or not, but I think seven seventy seven hundred is actually a pretty good price for him. Uh, against an Atlanta defense that's very high pace and, and they allow a ton of points. So I can see this being a, a shootout. And I think the only person I am going to trust from the Heat side is Jimmy Butler because I think he's going to go off. I think it's a sneaky play. I think, uh, like I said, it's gonna, the, the offense is going to run through him. Um, so I think this is the time to jump on it.
0: Uh, yo, we touched a bit on uh, Adebayo Heat. You know, had a pretty strong start uh, to uh, to the season. Uh, you look at his first uh, couple of games. You know, he started off with thirty three. You know, he's at uh, he's at seven thousand over at uh, DraftKings. He started out with thirty three point two five in the opener. Had forty nine point two five on uh, Friday night against the Bucks uh, in a double in a game that went to overtime, and uh, had. Thirteen points on boards. I don't know what forty point two five. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you look at you know the matchup. He's probably going to draw Collins. Uh, this is a home game for them, uh, and you would figure that he's going to be able to uh, be solid. You know, he's had three double doubles uh, to start the season, so pretty much a solid play there at seven thousand.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's seventy eight hundred on FanDuel. Um, he's, he's priced pretty similar. Um, I'm just just trying to pull it up. So he's priced pretty similar to John Collins. So I think, you know, if you're going to decide a power forward, um, you know, you have to choose two from each position and and Bam's only position is power forward there. You're going to choose. It's, it's going to be either Bam or John Collins. You can't go both. Um, you know, there's some salary savers in there, but you know, you might have to pay up with, with AD or Porzingis and you might not be able to fit Bam. I I big fan of out-of-body. I'm a big big fan, especially watching the Heat. Uh, you know, and Atlanta has a tough time defending the big man, but John Collins' defense, like I mentioned before, is not bad. So I, I might be on it. It's it's going to be a GPP play. I don't think it'll be a cash play, but again, nothing nothing sneaky on a three game slate. So we'll have to see.
0: I, I like Justice Winslow, hometown kid from the Houston area. Uh, obviously played his ball at Duke. He's got a unique point guard, small forward uh, versatility uh, thing working for him at DraftKings. Uh, $6,900. He's coming in averaging 44. Again, he's been the guy when it comes to fantasy production uh, for the Heat. Uh, if you had to choose where you play him at, $6,900 over uh, at uh, DraftKings, if you had to choose where to play him at, do you think he's a better value at point guard, or would you plug him in at the small forward spot?
1: Yeah, I think small forward is probably be the spot. Um, you probably want to get a true point guard. I mean, yeah, granted, he is—he's playing well to start off the season. He's—he's um, he's averaged uh, forty-nine fantasy points, thirty-eight, and then forty-four. Uh, but again, that's without Jimmy Butler, so I think his usage is going to go down. Um, and I think they priced him down a little bit too, given that Butler is going to be back. So um, I, I don't mind the price tag at 6,900, but again, it's just, I don't know what to expect with the heat with Jimmy Butler back. He's going to take a lot of the usage from these Justice Winslows and Bam Adebayo's and Goran Dragic and all those guys. So it's it's tough. Uh, I'm indifferent. Um, I honestly don't know the route I'm going to take with this. And again, it's, it's very important to keep track of basketball until lock because anything can happen so
0: yo, yo with Jimmy Butler's return up uh, to me I think the one guy who's going to really be hurt here uh, has been uh, is going to be Kendrick Nunn he's been a fun watch uh, mm-hmm. uh, $6,000 he's a uh, combo guard uh, and he's averaged 36.5 uh, per game uh, fantasy wise over at drafting but like you mentioned when Butler comes in everyone is going to lose a lot of usage and you'd have to think that none also considering the fact that Garen Dragic is off to a good start, none's going to see his numbers be impacted greatly. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough to trust the heat now until we see how they're going to use Jimmy Butler. But again, given who Jimmy Butler is, I think he's going to take a lot of that usage. He's going to be, the one that they give the ball to, to score, to when the game's on the line, it's going to be in Jimmy Butler's hands. And that's why he came to Miami. So I'm excited to see what happens. But uh, from a DFS standpoint, it's going to be tough.
0: Well, one other guy, you know, to uh, take a look at, you know, we've touched on, uh, you know, haven't touched too much on Drogic. Uh, you know, he's been effective off the bench. Uh, do you feel that he's uh, going to remain on the bench? Or do you continue uh, having Winslow kind of as this hybrid f- uh, point guard, uh, but really a point guard in name only?
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think you keep him on the bench. I think his, uh, his best years are behind him now. Um, I, I think the best thing for the Heat to do is keep him on the bench, and I think he's going to take a minutes hit because now Kendrick Nunn is playing very well, so he'll cut into some of those dragage minutes also. Um, so it's gonna be gonna be tough. I think you you do keep them on the bench. I don't think you play them in DFS. I don't think you put in, play none in DFS either.
0: The so next game uh, coming up, the second of our three games. This is going to be perhaps the, the fantasy game of the night, uh, hands down. The Mavericks taking on the Nuggets. That's a nine o'clock start. Uh, you look at the Mavericks. Luka Doncic, my word, this kid is busting it. You know, 59.3 fantasy points per game over at DraftKings. He's $9,500 over there. You go over to FanDuel, you know, the, you're know, still going to pay a pretty penny for him. He's coming in at $10,400 over at the Duel. Uh, just talk a little bit about, you know, the emergence of this kid. We kind of knew that, you know, the upside we haven't seen the upside, but he, in three games, has really starting to show that he's going to be a dominant fantasy force for a pretty long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, the kid's a stud. He's uh, seen his second year. He had a killer rookie year. He's uh, he's already got a triple-double under his belt this year against the Pelicans. Uh, my only, only fear is that Denver's got a, a pretty good defense. Granted, they are on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, there, there's going to be some tired legs under, under the belt. So, um, I like Luca as a, as a top play and he is just, he's a stud. I mean, you hit the nail in the coffin and he, he's, he's getting better too, because he's got poor Zingas in there too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Chris, now poor Zingas, you know, you know, the question would be, you know, how much rust, uh, would be on him after missing the entire season, uh, with the, uh, with the <laughs> knee injury. And forty four point seven nine fantasy points per game over at FanDuel. He's nine thousand dollars over there. You know, if you can somehow pull off that Doncic Porzingis uh, stack in your lineup, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, you and know, you know, the Nuggets do play defense, but the Mavericks, you know, have thus far shown that you know with this Doncic Porzingis combo really generates a lot of offense for them.
1: No, 100%. And, and if you, like you said, if you can make it happen, I, I'd say it's not the wrong move. You know, it's going to be, um, it's the second highest scoring game on the slate, I believe. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a shootout. I think uh, Denver's going to have tired legs, like I mentioned, from being on the back to back. And Dallas is pretty fresh, but Denver's not going to lay down. They're going to, they're going to score too. There are a bunch of scorers on that team. You know, Jamal Murray, the Joker, who's one of my favorite basketball players. So.
0: Um, you look at uh you know the Mavs, Delon Wright, uh, his cool thought, he started out, you know, pretty strong uh, with a couple of solid games, but you know, he really petered out on uh Sunday night against Portland. They only had 15.9 <laughs> point, uh, over at FanDuel. He's fifty six hundred dollars over there. Uh, I think that eventually uh you know, the strong start, you know, I think what happens on Sunday. Is probably kind of like the beginning of what was a quick end. I'm curious to see as to how long they're going to be uh, without the White Powell. I'm curious to see how he will look. I don't think he will play tonight. So that means that Maxie Kleber is going to uh, get a lot of those minutes again as well. He's averaging just under 23 a game. Fantasy wise over at FanDuel. $4,900. Had uh, a 27.7 effort against Portland on uh, Sunday. Yo, know, once you get past those two uh big studs in Dallas, is there anyone on that roster that you could look at and say even on a short night uh in a short schedule is there someone that you can look at and say they can contribute?
1: Yeah, so so I like Maxi Cleaver. He hit the nail on the coffin. Um you know especially if Dwight Powell's out. If Dwight Powell's out you lock in um you lock in Maxi Cleaver. Uh, I, I, he's thirty seven hundred dollars on FanDuel, which is a great price. And then if you look at, I'm sorry, that's DraftKings. I apologize. So on DraftKings, he's that price. And then if you look at uh, FanDuel, he's only $4,900. So he's, he's a salary saver. You're going to need salary savers, especially on FanDuel. So I'm, I'm locking in Kleber. Another person I like is also Jalen Brunson, who's had a nice run so far. Um, he's pretty cheap. Also on, uh, on DraftKings, he's at 4500 um, while on Fanduel, he's a little bit more expensive than I want him to be. Um, he's at actually I got confused. He's forty five hundred on both. So on Fanduel, I like him a lot better because the pricing is a little higher there. Um, so he's another good salary saver. He's he's getting the time. The only thing is, I, I don't know if I want four Mavericks on the team because I want Luca, I want Porzingis, I want Jimmy Butler, um, and I need to save salary somehow, and it might have to be. Brunson and Kleber, but that's, that's a risky play. So.
0: It it is, but Brunson's the type of guy that, uh, you know, in a high tempo game could really reward you uh, when, you know, in a situation like that, you know, look at the nuggets. uh, Like you mentioned, you know, they're going to be on a back to back. Uh, They will be at home. So uh, they'll be used to the altitude. Nikola Jokic, no shock to anyone. $10,000 $10,000 over at DraftKings, you go over at FanDuel, he's 10-7, uh, averaging 40 over at FanDuel. Needless to say, if you're going to build a team and you want the big money guy, uh, I think that Jokic is probably the guy that you might consider on most nights, but on the back-to-back, you might want to shy away from him just a bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. I'm not as high on the Nuggets side either on this for, for this game. So it's, it's just tough. Um, I, I feel like they might sit out a player or two. We don't know. I mean, I think they, they stick it strong still. Um, but I, I do like Jamal Murray's price tag, um, even though it is the second night of a back-to-back. Um, I know they're playing now. They're playing a, a tough game. It was, it was pretty much tied the whole game and going into the fourth. And they're wrapping up that game now, And especially if it goes to overtime. We don't know what's going to happen. But um, You know, Jamal Murray's at 6,600 on DraftKings is a a great play. Uh, On FanDuel, he's 7,600, so he's a little bit more expensive. Um, I I don't know. I'm not really high on the Nugget side, though.
0: No, it it is. uh, It's real difficult to uh, feel good about the Nuggets. You know, the one thing about them, though, is that, you know, they do have a handful of guys that if someone does sit down, they've got uh, guys who are capable of filling in. Paul Millsap, for example. Uh, is someone uh, that can come in and easily get you 30 to 35 uh, fantasy points on a good night, 5,800 over at FanDuel. Will Barton, uh, 5,000. But to me, he's just too scoring dependent. The same with Gary Harris, mm-hmm. 4,800. You know, again, these are guys that you know are capable of just exploding and giving you points. But again, you know, it's similar to the Nuggets. You know, once you get, to the Mavericks. Once you get past those first two big guns. Uh, the other one, you know, the rest of the players, you know, it's kind of like a pick and choose. You can't uh, get all the big guns together, but you have to be uh, mindful to get the right guy and the right fit for your lineup.
1: Hmm. No, no, you're you're right. I, well, Barnes not somebody that's going to be on my player list. But again, if you're doing tournaments, three game slate, nothing sneaky, you have to find that that guy who's going to get that under ten percent ownership, and and Barnes might be that guy. You don't know, uh, but I'm not high on him. I mean. It's five thousand on FanDuel. He's it's not that expensive. It's actually a very good salary saver, but you just can't trust a guy like that. So it's it's tough.
0: Oh uh, no doubt it, it is. Uh, at the same time again, you know, back to backs, they did win. Up just went final as we're recording mm-hmm. late Monday night. One hundred one ninety four over the Kings. Murray had eighteen to lead the way. Uh, for the Nuggets. Our final game of the night uh, is going to be Memphis at the Lakers. It's a ten thirty start. Memphis, uh, a young team rebuilding, and a bunch of interesting pieces uh, to begin with. Uh, rookie ja Morant uh is probable. You know he does have ankle soreness, but it does look like he's going to play. Uh, finally, had that game where we started to see the potential at fifty fantasy points. Over at uh, DraftKings on Sunday night, uh, you know, in a wild shootout against uh, Brooklyn. Had 30 points, nine assists, four rebounds, a steal, and a block. Uh, His average is 18.6 rebounds per game. He shoots the ball fairly well for a rookie. He has not attempted too many three-point shots. He's only attempted five. He's hit two. So uh, it looks obvious that the Grizzlies are going to build around this young man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. John Morant, you know, I was highest on him coming into this year. I know the hype was on Zion. He's out right now with his uh, MCL sprain or whatever it was. Um, but I, I loved Morant, especially in uh, at Murray state. He was a stud. So I was excited to see what he's done. He struggled against my heat. He struggled in the second game and he finally went off. So we'll see if that ankle does bother him. I, I'm not going to be as high on him. Um, uh, this is the lowest Vegas implied total, but I expect this game to be pretty high scoring. I mean, Memphis plays at a slower pace, which concerns me a little bit more, but um, yeah, I probably will find a few salary savers like Jay Crowder, who I like for this game. Um, he is going to be probably on LeBron, and LeBron's going to be on him, so it's a little tougher matchup, but I, li- I like the price tag. Um, you know, you have to find salary savers, so...
0: No, there, no question. You have you know, certainly, you know, again, a three-game schedule. You've got to find them where you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, one example of a possible salary saver, Jaron Jackson Jr. of Memphis. He's 6,400 over at DraftKings. Uh, had, the one, had one solid game uh, and that came on Friday at 43.75 points. Otherwise, he had a 25.25 and a 26 in his most recent one. Talent, obviously, there. It looks like he's more scoring than anything else. He had a double double uh, in the big uh, breakout uh, against the Bulls on Friday. Uh, but beyond that, he have uh, a total of nine rebounds in his other two games. Potential is there, but it's six thousand four hundred. And again, a tight schedule might be someone you want to keep in mind uh, if you're trying to save some bucks here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's priced. He's priced pretty high for me. I, I I think he hit value easily against the Lakers. Um, but you, you you said it. You know, you have to find salary savers. He might be a little bit too much. I might actually prefer Jay Crowder. Um I know Jay Crowder's not known for his scoring, but he's averaging in the high twenties, especially on DraftKings every game. And he's, you know, twelve hundred dollars less than Jaron Jackson. Uh Jaron Jackson had that one good game and other than that, he's averaging like twenty. So it's it's tough you have to play the matchup really you know ad might be covering him who AD on defense is not the best but you know you have to you have to look at the matchup you have to look at who's covering who that's that's important especially in an nba dfs so oh
0: you'll know, take a look at the lakers uh, you know you're you're getting what you get basically out of lebron james you know right now 9700 over at uh. At DraftKings, he'll get the point guard, small forward eligibility out of him. He's giving you 50.9 fantasy points per game. Uh, his low end is 46. The high end has been 59.25. Uh, Anthony Davis is at 51 uh, per game. Comes in 10,300 over at DraftKings. Uh, again, he giving you 51. Uh, his low end is 45.25. And if you go over to FanDuel, uh, no question, he is probably the most expensive player. And indeed, he is the most expensive player at 12300 you know How do you maneuver the Lakers situation in, with such a short uh, slate of games?
1: Yeah, I mean, again, nothing sneaky here. I, I think they're going to get a lot of ownership. But this game could easily be over by the end of the third quarter, and they just rest AD and LeBron. So we don't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, Dwight Howard's very interesting to me. They priced him up a little higher after his monster game um, against Charlotte. But again, Charlotte can't defend the big man. So, I mean, that, that might have been just a, a matchup thing. Um, plus, JaVale McGee was rested also um, for the most part. Uh, he actually played that game, but just Dwight Howard took over. So Dwight Howard had a good game. He's, he's, he's the one that's interesting to me. Him and, I need to decide between him and Valanchunas. Uh, at center for FanDuel. Because again, you have to have a center. Uh, they're two of the six options. So um, Valanchunas has had a, had a good year so far to start off. I mean, he had one really good game, um, you know, mediocre game, and then a terrible game. So anything can happen in a three game slate, but I am leading either Valanchunas or Dwight Howard for center.
0: And that will do it for our NBA portion of things. We'll quickly run and take a look at football. We've gone through eight weeks of the season already, my word. So we are going to go ahead and take a look at week nine of the uh, NFL season, which is right upon us, and that will start on Thursday. But, of course, we'll put the focus in our main slate contest uh, for Sunday. Uh Quick impressions on uh, what you saw uh, out of Week Eight, in the NFL.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. Um, Ty Johnson broke all of our hearts. Everyone, you know, they came out saying he was going to be the the running back. He was priced so cheap. He was a must play. Um, I put him as part of my core play for the Lions, and uh, he just disappointed. He didn't get any play. He got like two FanDuel points. He didn't get any playing time. They gave it to Trey Carson, who I didn't even know who he was. They didn't mention anything about Trey Carson, and then they just broke our hearts with Ty Johnson. So don't trust the Lions' running backs right now for the rest of the year until carry-on gets back. That's my uh, that's my main thing to everyone.
0: <laughs> that would be my advice as well. I mean, like yourself, yo, know, I, I went all in uh, with the one lineup that I did use. On Sunday, I went all in with this guy and to find out that he got, uh, you know, he got next to nothing. That was pretty heartbreaking. Mm. Uh, Look at the uh, quarterbacks Uh, right now. Oh, the one best matchup uh, that is that you're looking at could possibly be. uh, uh, Could possibly be Russell Wilson. Taking on uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary, uh, Ryan Tannehill is getting his feel of things against uh, against the Buccaneers, and you can only imagine what Ru- uh, Russell Wilson's going to do at home against that Buccaneers secondary. You know, Wilson's going to be expensive, of course, at seventy one hundred uh, over at DraftKings, but you know he is averaging twenty four point two fantasy points per game, which is the highest amongst all quarterbacks.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm. I mean, Russell Wilson is going to be—he's going to be, be high owned for the rest of the year, especially in this matchup against a Tampa Bay pass defense that can't defend the pass. So, um, their run defense is decent, mediocre. Uh, their pass defense is awful. Uh, Russell Wilson's going to be passing all day, and I—I I expect this game to be a pretty good, sorry, a pretty high-scoring game because uh, you know Jameis throws. Even though he makes 18 turnovers a game, he throws 17 touchdowns. So. Um, between Russell Wilson and Jameis, those are, those are good plays this week. Um, and then my other one is, is the Lions and Raiders. I do like Stafford. I do like Derek Carr. I like, I like that from a game-stacking standpoint as well, besides the Seahawks and bucks.
0: Uh, You touched on Wilson, the turnover machine, and he can be 6,100 bucks uh, over at uh, DraftKings. The you know, you know, turnovers aside, you know, he gives you tons of yardage, and that's really the paradox with him. You know they're going to throw the ball because Tampa Bay can't run worth a damn. So, you know you're going to get north of 35 attempts from Wilson. The problem is that how many of those attempts end up in the wrong colored jerseys.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But, um, you know, Jameis is – he's 61 on DraftKings. Russell's 71 on DraftKings. And then if you go to FanDuel, Russell's 86 on and Jameis is 75. So it's like a $1,000 difference on each of them. Uh, I think the must play, and I'll tell you now, if I make 100 lineups, and again, that's if I do, I make 100 lineups on DraftKings, 80 of them are going to have Derek Carr. He's, again, way too cheap. He was 5,000 this past weekend, and he's 5,500 now against a Detroit pass defense that is not very good. So Daniel Jones threw all over them, and they're banged up. Um, you gotta have to lock that in. He's just too cheap. I know I like Russell Wilson matchup, but he's sixteen hundred dollars more. Uh, I'm a big fan of Derek Carr this week, uh, mainly on DraftKings though. So,
0: oh, uh, question. Uh, one of the bigger questions that will be asked in the main slate uh, is: Pat Mahomes going to be ready? Uh, you know, and the big question, the bigger question is: If he is, are he willing to risk him out there? Uh, at home against a Vikings defense that is pretty solid against the pass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's he's so he's, he's actually playing. Um, I, th- I think he's doubtful already. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll get a limited practice, but uh, they were talking about him having a realistic chance to play uh, potentially the, the week after. So I think he's going to be out this week, which is unfortunate because it's one of the best players to watch. But um I mean, I'm not going to be on Matt Moore. I'm not going to be on Mahomes even if he's healthy because in Minnesota, they're not as good anymore. Um, I like the other side with Kirk Cousins more than anything else and Dalvin Cook, but um, I'm, I'm off KC for this week for this side.
0: So what uh, could be an underrated passing duel uh, is going to be out uh, less in Los Angeles. Aaron Rodgers, $6,900 with uh, Grab Kings. Looks like he's starting to get uh, his rhythm back and takes on the Chargers and Phillip Rivers. Uh, Rivers is sitting there at $5,100. I think that this could be some value here in Rivers. Uh, Keenan Allen should be uh, closer to 100% this week. He really let a lot of fantasy players down uh, this weekend as well. Uh, But this is a game where I think that Rivers could have some pretty strong value.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just can't trust Philip Rivers this year unless he plays the Dolphins again. But he's not. Um, it's 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 tough to trust Philip Rivers. Uh, I, I prefer to just go four hundred dollars more at Derek Carr. Uh, it's just he's just inconsistent this year. It's it's a tough matchup. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fading that. And I also don't like the the Packers side either. I know Aaron Rodgers is back to his MVP form and he's been crushing it lately, but. Chargers' pass defense uh, is, is pretty sneaky. So, um, yeah, I'm going to probably avoid this game. Uh,
0: one guy you know, uh, on the low end that will probably get a bit too much attention uh, this week, in my opinion, is going to be Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, the Bears, they are on the road. They take on the Eagles. We all know that the Eagles struggle against the pass for the most part. But Philadelphia did a good job. You know, on Sunday, slowing down the bills. I think everyone, including myself, thought that you know this was going to be a game that Josh Allen was going to light that secondary up. And don't get me wrong, Allen did get some shots downfield, but mm-hmm. for the most part, the Eagles' defense, night and day, uh, mm-hmm. especially with their pass defense, and I think that this is a fool's errand. If there's anyone who's thinking that you know you could go and slide Trubisky in as a value play against that Eagles secondary.
1: Yeah. Trubisky's is, he's bad. He's terrible. Um, they're bullying him in Chicago. They they can't score in the red zone. Um, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't play Trubisky. I, I mean, I'll throw him in the, in the millie maker for a few lineups, but he's not, I'm not going to be playing him. I, even as bad as the Eagles defense is and even though they were better this week, um, you know, the weather was crazy. Um, but you know, Carson Wentz still had a, had his day. Miles Sanders looked great. Um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not on this game, really, especially with Trubisky or Wentz. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: And the thing is, is that this week really does not have a real strong quarterback. Again, you, uh, as you mentioned, outside of the Lions and Raiders game, you know, it perhaps maybe the Buccaneers and Seahawks. There's not a game where you could look and see a quarterback having a decided advantage uh, against you know the opponent that they're going to face. You know, not even you know in the case of Josh Allen, uh, mm-hmm. of Buffalo taking on you know a Redskins defense that you know is not as bad as advertised, but with the way their offense is and their lack of scoring production, just puts too much pressure on that unit. So you're not going to get too excited about a uh, Josh Allen. Uh, you're not going to get excited about the prospects of uh, air war between uh, Sam Darnall and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, Jets and Dolphins. Uh, it could be interesting, but at the same time, it could be a game where both quarterbacks come out for seven interceptions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I am a little higher in Josh Allen because I think, you know, Washington's defense. Yeah. They're, Okay, but they're they're still a bad team. They make a lot of turnovers. They could have good Buffalo could have a good field position. They can score a bunch of touchdowns that way. But I do like I do like Josh Allen. I do like Jacoby Brissett too against Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's playing at Pittsburgh and he's uh he's whatever. I mean he he likes to either score 30 plus points or 25 plus points or he likes to score 10, 11, 15 points. So he's he's a little bipolar, but he's a He's looked great. Pittsburgh's (laughs) pass defense is not that good. Um, But Jacoby Brissett at 5,600 on on DraftKings. He's another steal besides Derek Carr. I think this is going to be a week where I pay down at quarterback. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the pros do that too. Yeah, I would
0: totally agree with you on that. Uh, before we go, uh, what is the one thing when you look outside of quarterbacks, what is the one uh, thing that you're looking for in week nine? I know it's early and I'll put you on the spot, but what is the one thing that you're looking for in week nine when it comes to helping out the DFS?
1: Yeah, so I look at um, the implied total. <clears throat> and I know you said one thing, but I look at the implied total. I look at the the defense that they're playing at and, and really, um, you know, I look at like the metrics from the last three weeks. I know everyone looks at season long and they, they, they say, Oh, season long, they're, you know, 28th against the run, but you know, the first five weeks they could have been 31st against the run. And then the last three weeks they've shut down the run for, to 50 yards. So I like to take that small sample size, that small, recent sample size, um, mix it up with the Vegas implied total, and then figure out who my play is going to be that way. So, uh, I'm already doing that research today, so I'm uh, I'm ready ahead of the game, and you should be too. Oh, there
0: you go. Annette. That's why yeah. you the money, my friend. Because yeah, ahead of the game, and yo, know, and that is advice well taken. Yo, know? get ahead of the game, and you too can be like Javi. So I would honestly say, yo, know, with that question, you know, this is one guy you certainly want to get fantasy advice from. Follow him on Facebook. Follow him on uh. Follow him on uh, Twitter. Definitely listen to the podcast. Yo, bookmark Win Daily Sports because it is a bookmark to money, plain and simple. Just follow along, listen to the instructions, heed the word, and you will find yourself making a lot of money, a lot of friends, and a lot of material wealth coming to you as well just by mm-hmm. following along. So, yep. for Javi Brazello, this is Brandon Williams. This has been the October 29th. 2019 edition of the Win Daily Sports Podcast. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week.